Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, Mindset and Business Strategy Coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hello, and welcome to episode one of Passionate and Prosperous. I am so excited to be here with you and to finally have my podcast birthed out into the world. And this podcast was a long time coming. My name is Stacey Brass Russell. I'm really excited to meet you. And my hope is that we are going to be getting together (laughs) in this podcast space for a long time to come. I wanted to use this first episode of Passionate and Prosperous to introduce myself and to give you an opportunity to get to know a little bit more about me uh, so that you will know, uh, you know, what where my heart is and what I'm here to do and why I'm inviting you into this space with me and why I hope that this will be worth your time. Um, I'm a mindset and business strategy coach, but I was not always a mindset and business strategy coach. And the name Passionate and Prosperous, which is not only the name of this podcast, but it's the name of my academy that I have where uh, people can come in and and get the mindset and business strategy coaching. Um, this title really came about because for many, 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 many years, um, I have been helping people to really see that life is meant for you to use your passion and to tap into what lights you up and to really own what your natural born gifts and skills are and to use all of your cumulative life experience, whether it was what you went to college for or just what you learned to do well out in the world and to use that in order to create prosperity. And by prosperity, I don't just mean financial wealth. You'll learn if you stick around with me here in this space that I'll be talking about a prosperous life as a life where you are living the life that you want to be living and where you're able to make the choices that you would like to be making. And yes, of course, that the way that you are making money, because unless you are, you know, choosing to (laughs) remove yourself from society, um, and you need, you know, we need to make money that the way that you make money and the way that you support yourself and what you do as your work when you wake up every day uh, in the world is is using all of that. And it's what lights you up and it's what you really want to be doing. So a, a passionate and prosperous life, according to me, Stacey Brass Russell, is a life where you wake up every day. And even if life is hard, or you're going through challenges and struggles because that's inevitable, that you're always knowing that you are 
living your most passionate life because what you're doing and the choices that you're making are based on on what's coming from your deepest, most authentic self. And it's what you want to be doing. It's what brings you joy. It's what make you, makes you happy. And that that's actually how you're able to, um, to earn a living. And I know that this is, you know, might sound like a really glamour, glamorous idea and um, that you might be thinking, well, that's, that's great for those of you who can afford to not have a job or go work for someone else. But that's not necessarily what this is about. Um, because even if for now you are working for someone or you have a corporate job or you are plugged in to the workforce in some way, I actually believe that it's still possible for you to be uh, finding a way to also be using the part of yourself that has a mission or that knows that they're here to serve or inspire or to have a voice in the world. So a little bit about me. Um, I am someone who never finished college and I have never had a salaried position working in, in, in the corporate world. And I have always been making my way and I've always been making it by using my talent, my gifts, my skills, my experience to keep evolving and doing the thing that was next for me. I was uh, born <laughs> in 1968, and when I was 10 years old, I was cast in the original Broadway production of Annie, the musical. And uh, for much of my early adult life, I was in show business, and I continued to work and um have incredible experiences being on Broadway and working in theater all over the country and the world, uh, doing voiceovers and commercials. And, uh, and yes, I did do my, my, uh, my episode of Law and Order SVU, which is like every New York actor. <laughs> it's like your badge of honor. And when I was 19, my father passed away. I was a, sophomore at NYU and um, I was 19 and my dad was only 43 years old. And I would say that this was the first event in my life that really had a massive impact in terms of put, changing the trajectory really of what I thought my path was going to be. So really early, I, I consider that early in my life, um, I unexpectedly had to reroute myself and figure out how to do things differently. My father was the sole provider in our family, and we were not rich. We had no savings, and there was nothing to fall back on. And um, after my father passed away, it was really challenging for my mom to keep the business going and to keep the 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 finances flowing. And as a result of that, um, things really took a, a turn and we were not able to have the same lifestyle as we had had growing up. So an interesting thing that happened was that I did get cast in a Broadway show right before I was supposed to be a senior at NYU. And I think that kind of saved me in a lot of ways because had I not gotten cast in that show, I actually don't know if I would have been able to go back and finish my senior year of college just because of the financial challenge that had all of a sudden, you know, uh, come, come upon us in my life. 
And, but I did get cast in a Broadway show. So that's a sign that the universe was, was kind of taking care of me, you know, and as you, we get to know each other, one of the things that you'll learn about me is that, um, I'm, I'm a very balanced mix of woo. I'll call it woo and someone who really believes in, uh, the laws of the universe and, um, and energy. Uh, you'll find out in a few minutes, my, my, uh, my journey into becoming a yoga teacher. Um, and I'm extremely practical and down to earth and real. So <laughs> you'll always hear a combination of those two parts of me, um, when I'm sharing. And so I do believe that the universe came in and, you know, gave me this Broadway show. I was in the revival of Fiddler on the Roof with Topol. And had I not been in that, I, I don't know if I ever would have finished college anyway, but because I, ended up getting cast in some some more shows and my career was doing okay. I never ended up going back and finishing college. And, you know, one of the things that has uh, been an interesting thing for me to come to terms with as I've continued to grow and, um, and move through my life is how even though I've created massive levels of success in different areas for myself, I will find myself coming back to this, this idea or this limiting belief that because I don't have a college degree, somehow that doesn't make me legit. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because this podcast is going to be about mindset as well as business strategy. And the mindset piece is what I will be sharing with you around how important it is to be a person who is managing our minds and looking at our beliefs and our belief systems in order to be able to do the things that we want to do. And in this case, create a passionate and prosperous life and business. So I didn't finish college. I was working a lot and uh, I stumbled into a yoga class one day and I fell in love with yoga. And this is before yoga was really, really popular and before it had become super kind of like, you know, trendy and boutique studios. There weren't a lot of yoga studios. And I started practicing yoga pretty seriously. And a few years in, I had this opportunity to do a yoga teacher training. And when I did it, I didn't even think, oh, this is going to be my next career move. But the reason I did it, and this is a really important thing for me to point out to you is because at that time, I was not happy with the way that I was having to make money when I was not working as an actor, as a performer. And working as an actor and performer was truly me living my passionate and prosperous life, right? There was nothing that I wanted more than to be making my living doing what I'm great at, doing what I what I love, what I felt that I was put here on this earth to do, which was to sing and dance and, and act and perform and use my voice. And when I wasn't doing that, I was waiting tables or doing temp jobs. And I started to notice that that was not making me happy. It wasn't making me happy to do that, even though I was doing that in between doing the thing that I love. And so becoming a yoga teacher at that time was an opportunity for me to have a way to make money when I wasn't acting, doing something that I loved. So it seemed like a very natural thing for me to want to do that. Um, and I took a big risk because I didn't know what it took to get yoga classes and start getting paid to be a yoga teacher. I had no idea. I said yes before I had any 
you know, notion of what I, what I would have to do in order to actually make money as a yoga teacher. So this is another thing that'll come up, I hope a lot in this, in this podcast where we'll talk about what it takes to, um, to be an entrepreneur, to be someone who follows their heart and uses their passion to prosper, which is saying yes before you know how. It requires taking risks and and making big, bold moves that you don't always know how they're going to turn out. So, you know, I took this risk and I became a yoga teacher. And, you know, listen, I know that I was lucky because I chose to do something that I actually was also good at. I, I found out that I was good at teaching yoga. I had a, I had a suspicion that I would be good at it because I took so many yoga classes and I would get really excited thinking about my own yoga classes and what, what music I would put together to create the best experience. And, and I was coming from a dance background. So moving my body and how would I, how would I put the classes together? And then, you know, how would I adjust the lighting and how would I make this experience for other people so that I could create transformation for everybody that was in my class by breathing and using their body. So I had an excitement about it and I thought, I would probably be good at it. And I was. And I started becoming a pretty popular yoga teacher. And quite by accident, I stopped obsessing about getting auditions and about, you know, my career. Show business is a very anxiety-provoking career. <laughs> and um, you know, unless unless you become rich and famous, um, if you're just a working actor, it takes a lot out of you to, you know, to have to be able to sustain your energy and motivation and drive and self-confidence um, when you are faced with long periods of time where nobody wants to hire you. And early on in my yoga <laughs> teaching career, I really started feeling the difference between having other people be in charge of whether or not I got to make a living or make money doing what I love and what I'm good at and what I'm passionate about. And I think that the entrepreneur in me was born at that time. And even though I think that a lot of actors and performers call themselves entrepreneurs, there is something interesting about being reliant or dependent on someone else to give you the job. And so for me, yoga became my freedom and my way to create my own work opportunities. I mean, yeah, I had to get the classes on the schedule, but I got to then just show up and do something really well and have other people um, respond to that and decide that they wanted me to be their teacher. They wanted me to, you know, be their mentor. And so I became pretty successful in my yoga teaching career, we'll call it, unexpectedly. And a few years in, I had the opportunity to open a yoga studio with another teacher and a uh, an investor, a, te- a student of ours that wanted to invest in opening a yoga studio. And so I said yes. I had no idea how to run my own yoga studio. I had already managed another studio and got a pretty good idea of what it took, but I never had done it before. And I also was making enough money at that point to 
have my own apartment and to pay off my student loans and to, you know, start investing in myself. At that time, I was, I hired a musical director so that I could do my own one woman show. But, and there's a big but here because this is going to come up a lot in our time together, but I didn't have a savings. I didn't have all of this um, security before I had to make a decision to say yes to stepping into being a small business owner and opening a yoga studio where when you start a new business, everyone will tell you, you might not make any money for the first three years of opening a new business. Um, and yet, even though I didn't have a cushion, I took this really scary move because I felt that the universe was offering me this opportunity to step into what was next for me. Um, little bit of full disclosure, where I was working, I was managing a yoga studio, I was teaching there, and I know you're, this is going to sound crazy, but it became toxic. It was a toxic yoga environment, <laughs> and I wasn't happy anymore. And so opening this studio felt like this opportunity for me to leave where I was and to start something new. And so I said yes. And I opened this yoga studio with some other folks here in New York City. And I I felt like, okay, this is really awesome. This is this is me up leveling. Now I'm not working, you know, for someone else as a yoga teacher, but now I am gonna own something. I'm gonna own this business. And I started this business and um, and I'm a natural teacher. I'm an, I'm a natural mentor. Um, it was, it was very, very natural for me to step into this role and start training other people to become yoga teachers and become a, a teacher trainer. And, and yet <laughs> seven years in, it just wasn't feeling right anymore. The business partnership was not working. Um, there, there wasn't a feeling for me that this was my end game. I was feeling like something wasn't really going the way I wanted it to. And then here's the big part. I was almost 50. I was turning 50 years old the year that I decided that I needed to do something different. And so what I'm sharing with you, I'm about to tell you about a, another major transition that I made to be passionate and prosperous, to look at my own situation and ask myself, am I doing what lights me up? Now I was doing what lights me up by teaching yoga. Every time I was in the classroom, I was happy, but there were so many other elements to what was going on to running the business that was not working, that were not working for me. And so again, I could have said, well, you know what though? I'm almost 50 years old. I opened this yoga studio. I've invested so much time and essentially money, right? Because you don't make any money for so long that you're investing money by being there and keeping a business going. And I could have said, you know, I should stay here and just suck it up. And what I'm going to tell you is so many people think that they have to suck it up. So many people think that life is that when it's not going the way you want and when things are sucking, <laughs> that you have to suck it up. And my wish, my hope for those of you who stick around with me and spend time with me is that you will, if that is you or ever has been you, or if it's a belief that you have, that if you ever get to a time when things are sucking, that you have to suck it up. My hope is that I will help to shift that and change that belief for you.
So I'm really fortunate. I had the support of my husband who would never tell me, hey, suck it up. That's your business. You open that. You're 50. <laughs> what are you going to do now? It's too late. I'm really fortunate that my husband was like, you can't be 50 and miserable in that business. And he supported me taking my next move. And that was to become a certified health coach at the time, a health and life coach. And I did my training and I exited the the partnership of the business, but I continued to teach yoga at the studio for a little while as I was building my coaching business. And I have never felt more aligned than when I started coaching and I started realizing that I had given myself this opportunity to bring together all of the things that I just told you I've done in my life, all of the things, um, be charismatic, uh, you know, use all of the skills that I have to put myself out there in the world and, um, and be seen and heard in order to build a business, to help other people who are creative and artists and helpers and healers. As I look back on my life, I'm like, oh my goodness, who knew? Who knew that my my whole mission in life was to be someone who supports others and helps others to have a better experience in the world? Um, you know, but then when I look back on it, I'm like, well, that's what performers do. That's what yoga teachers do. That's what coaches do. And so, you know, here I am and here we are together at this point, about three and a half years into starting my coaching business, which is now a multiple six figure coaching business where I support other people to use their passion to prosper. And, you know, just by a natural flow of things, I started attracting a lot of coaches and creative individuals. Surprise, no surprise, right? Um, yoga teachers, wellness professionals, all the kind of people who come from the same background as me. And that background can easily be the one where you think there's some glamour in being a starving artist or you feel guilty for charging people when what you're doing is being of service to them or helping them, healing them, teaching them something like yoga or offering them some sort of help in their wellness. Um, a lot of the uh, the background of of people that are typically artists and 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 healers and creatives is that you have a, a mindset that money is hard to make. You know, it's hard to make money. It's hard to get work. And I now help all of the people like me um, get to hopefully become prosperous using what they really want to be doing in the world and to overcome a lot of those limiting beliefs and those mindsets that can get in the way of thinking that when the universe sends you a sign and says, hey, you know what? That was working for you for a while, but it's not anymore. So what do you want to do now? And I help people get the green light. Um, I help people to make that decision to go for it. And, you know, a lot of the people that I, that I coach and that, and that I work with have made the decision to go for it. And yet there are a lot of the obstacles that come up, like not knowing how to create a business or not knowing how to put all of your talent, gifts, and skills together and turn it into something that someone else might want to pay you for. Um, and so we all need support. I have support. Um, and, that is that is what I now do. I now 
believe that I help other people to use their passion and their gifts and skills and that which lights them up and that they feel in their heart and their gut that they're meant to be doing and what brings them their greatest joy. I help them to turn that into a way of making money and help them to know that there's nothing wrong with that, that being prosperous and making enough money or desiring to make enough money, wanting money so that you can create the life that you would like to be living so that you could have the lifestyle that you want so that you can invest in the things that you would like to invest in for whatever reason, whether it's just because it's stuff you like and it makes you happy, or if it's things that you think will help you to grow and become more who you want to be. If it's for support that you want, if it's to travel, if it's to live in the kind of place you want to live, if it's to have freedom, whatever your reason is, I'm here to help anyone that needs it to know that making money, doing what you love, taking risks, evolving, embracing the fact that life is always going to put hardship and struggle and difficulty in front of you. And that may cause you to have to take a different path, um, to know that all of that is okay. And to know that you were given a a brain that is designed for you to decide. It's like your brain is there for you to decide. You get to change the way that you think so that you can create what it is that you want to have. So this podcast is going to be um, all of that. I'm excited for it. And when I think about all the things I want to offer you, I'm like, wow, I'm going to be doing this for a lot of years. So I hope that you'll stick around. Um, you'll be hearing inspiration. You'll be hearing stuff about how to manage your mind. I'll be talking about what it, you know, what it takes to uh, create clients and and uh, create the kind of content that people will want to absorb from you, everything. I feel like this is going to run the whole gamut. And I'm very, very excited to be able to share um, all that I have because I think I have a lot. I think I have a lot of knowledge. I think I have a lot of experience. And um, and then I get to use what got me my very first job on Broadway in Annie, which is I get to uh, hopefully hold your attention, entertain you a little bit <laughs> and make it fun for you to be here with me. So thank you so much. That's episode one of Passionate and Prosperous. And I can't wait to be back with you again. And um, that's what I got for you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to get notified when the next one drops, make sure you click the follow or subscribe button on your platform of choice. And if that happens to be Apple, it's the little plus sign on the top right. Stay tuned for next week's episode where I'll be talking about one of my favorite things, saying yes before you know how. And as always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it.